tonight it's best bet time. Where are we headed, Adam? Down to Caulfield. Good for rail troop. Sun's out. And it's not a bad betting card, actually. It's um it's just a meeting. But it's um one of the interesting things about the meeting is that there is to my eye anyway, there's not a um there's not a favourite on that card that all of us tipsters can just cheaply gather around and, you know, big obvious chance, throw it up. This will you know, this will win often enough to keep us looking clever. There isn't one of those there for us to all gravitate towards. You lo- so you love these meetings. Yeah, no, it's I really looking forward to it. Hopefully Ramwick's off running on Monday so that this Caulfield meeting can get the clear air it deserves. <laughs> the one I end up stumping up for is he's not favourite, but I think he could be. And that's Desert Icon in the first. Uh, so we're taking on 2,400 metre race and we're taking on three from Maren Eustace. It's been a fool's game for 12, 18 months, hasn't it? Good plan. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think Maserati Bay got a cheap lead at Yarra Valley and he's a horse who's been really consistent, but I'm holding his consistency against him because his ratings have been so solid in a tight range that I'm thinking you just know better than that. And I don't necessarily, unless the stable does what the stable can do and and does something crazy, I, I don't see why he's about to go on some spiral and prove a better horse than he has been. I thought through Irish eyes was, he was beaten less than a length and ran third last start, and I'm calling it deplorable, because it was in what I thought was a very, very ordinary race. Um, got made to look look better than it was because it was at Flemington, um, but it had Ballarat Thursday written all over it that. Uh Whereas Desert Icon ran on the same card, better race, better figures, behind Pondus, he was playing himself to be, I can't, I couldn't possibly tell you he wasn't. But he didn't fully drop his bundle, and his two runs before that, I had him tracking better than these, bar the top one, but the top one's got his well-being still to prove. Um, and I thought he could improve again, and, and his form in the UK still says that there's there's more to come. He smashed up a field at Newmarket one time and ran to 112 time form rating that would beat these, and I thought he was just on the cusp of doing it before last start. Now he goes to a mile and a half, and I think that might be a, a good idea. I think he might want the mile, the mile and a half now. He had two goes at it in the UK, wanting put up a good time, winning at Salisbury, and, and that earned him a spot in a really hot three-year-old handicap over a mile and a half at Goodwood at the festival, where he disappointed, but again, not by miles, and he was good enough to be sent around favourite, albeit narrowly, but favourite there in a... Really, really good handicap. So um, there are signs that he's better than what he's done here and, and I think he's worth chancing in the first at Caulfield. Said I think there's a, a pretty good case that, well, he's a better horse than Maserati Bay, surely. So Load up. Load up. Load the cannons. Back to Sydney. What have you got for us? I'm keen in the Arrowfield, but in the Congo's gone off into 290. I, I don't think I can really tell you there's a great deal in that, which is always disappointing. But if you shopped early... He wasn't favourite early doors. I think he's entitled to be favourite in the race. I thought he was good first up in the Galaxy on speed, back against his own age group here. It's two all, Pelelli versus in the Congo. He's only started once shorter than Pelelli, and that day Pelelli kicked his head in in the Rosebud, giving him six kilos. So I don't actually think there's a great deal between the two, and now the market swinging firmly in the Congo. <laughs> so who are you tipping? Yeah, I know. It's... <laughs> This is really this is uh, this firm has rattled me because I I can't tell you there's great deal of value in that price but I think fresh legs is the key for him here he was good first up out to twelve hundred as I said I don't think eleven hundred really suited him we saw him at his best in a high pressure fourteen so the twelve hundred is a tick 
and I think he is the Stradbroke winner this year. So be backing in the Congo. The interesting thing with Marzu, he's raced the other pair twice. This is pre-gelding, but both times he was found wanting on those occasions. He's put four wins on the bounce, but against the B graders, Polelian in the Congo are A graders. So I think Polelian in the Congo are the two that will fight out for favouritism. I know Marzu's winning and it looks all pretty, but they've got more strength in their numbers. So I think the value now is probably with Polelli, but I think in the Congo is going to be very hard to beat. It looks a great race. Have you had a look at the race? Yeah, I thought it's another one of those races where I thought Polelli would... Um, the horse I thought was trendy isn't, which was Polelli. I thought Polelli was you know, nature strip form in the book and he's got a blue jacket, sparkling blue jacket. Wouldn't everyone love him and we could back in the Congo, but no. By the way, you're very generous with your marking calling these the A-graders. Paul Ely ran into the A-graders last week. He got smashed. A-graders of the three-year-olds. <laughs> uh, they both ran in the A-grade Coolmore and got smashed there as well. <laughs> <laughs> I, for a long time, I thought Generation was a, a horse that had something to offer. But he's fallen into that category of he just keeps running the same race and, and it's starting to become harder and harder to hope that he's 10 pounds quicker than that. If he was 10 pounds quicker than that, why does he keep running? They backed him as if he was last start. Mm. Yeah, well, they probably think the same thing. They're probably waiting for him to stop running 110 and start running 120, but I'm I'm starting to think that's not going to happen. The interesting thing with this race, Pellelli, he's a rock at 116. 115, 116. You look at his last six starts. Well, he's only six starts at Randwick, five wins. 105, 108, 114 plus, 115, 115, 116. I'm counting on him in the Congo getting back to what he produced in the Golden Rose and I had him running similar first up. If he does that, he wins and I think that's why the market certainly is trended towards him. Another bet on the program, race to number seven, Cotil. Huge odds around close to $20 about his chances at the moment. I've marked him second pick. I thought he was as good, if not better, than Lock Eagle. Same day work farm, different distances, but you can work your way around that. They rode him back. He didn't really get a chance to get into the race. Closed off well. Now drawn inside. Settles closer. He looks one of the better bets value-wise on the day. 